Hi. Um, oh, we're starting, aren't we? <laughs> Let's just make this another practice. <laughs> we can go. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, because we can cut this bit out, can't we? We can cut this bit out. Yeah. So, hi. Welcome to Kids Story. This is our second episode on the Egyptians. I think you've jumped quite... We want to do like a little bit of a preamble. Like, hi, welcome to Kids Story. I'm explain what Kids Story is. Yeah, can you start then? Okay. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to Kids Story. Which is our wee podcast. Which um, shows what it was like to be a kid back in the olden days. That's right. Well done, we got through that, didn't we? Like a little bit here, a little bit there. Do you want to tell people who you are? I'm Lily. And how old are you, Lily? Nine. You're nine years old, yeah. So who are you? I was about to say, my name's Diane. And I am older than you. <laughs> So this is our, how many episodes have we done? So we've done our, in, um, we've done our like kind of introduction episode. Trailer. Trailer. Yes. Um, we did our episode on Victoria. <laughs> no, 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 not that. Romans. We've done one episode and you forgot what it was about. <laughs> yes. It's the Romans. It was the Romans. Yes, and this episode is on the Egyptians. This episode is going to be on the Egyptians. And I think we should start off by you telling me what you already know about the Egyptians. Um, so I know about Cleopatra. Yes, coming at you. Yes. <laughs> You've got no frame of reference for that song, do you? Cleopatra were a girl band back in the 90s and they had a song called Cleopatra and they were coming at you. Oh. Yeah. I'll play it one day. We'll have a lot of fun. I, I'm pretty sure it was like in the podcast that we listened to, you know? Oh yeah, we have listened to yeah, a podcast we, about like Cleopatra. Just, and, and it's just got this little... Little snippet of song. Yeah. Well, that's the song. Well, yeah. we just discussed that. Um. So... Um, you know about Cleopatra? What yeah. do you know about Cleopatra? Well, she um, had um, two boyfriends, I think. Two? Okay. Um, and um, they were both from Rome. Uh-huh. Um, and she um, married um, two of her brothers, both called Ptolemy. <laughs> so if she had two boyfriends from Rome uh-huh. and she married two of her brothers, uh-huh. that's four boyfriends, isn't uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. And then she also married like the two bi- boyfriends as well. Basically, she's had four husbands. Right. Um, she had another sister called Cleopatra as well. Right. Um, her... I mean, you know far more about Cleopatra, so I can't even correct you um, on these things or not. Um, her dad was also called Ptolemy. Uh-huh. So um, their family um, is probably very, like, not imaginative. Very imaginative. With names. Yes. The only names that they choose is Cleopatra and Ptolemy. Yes. That's it. That is it. <laughs> so oh, wait, I also know a bit more. Okay, right. Well, don't let me stop you. Uh, I can't remember. Okay. <laughs> well, then do let me stop you. <laughs> yes. Do you know anything? So you know about Cleopatra. Do you know anything else about Egyptians? Like things that they might have built in a big triangular shape in the middle of the desert. Sandcastle? <laughs> yeah, they were a big fan of <laughs> building things with a bucket and spade. No, they built the pyramids. Do you know about the pyramids? Pyramids are made of sand. No, they're made of big, big blocks of stone, but they look a bit, you know, sandy because they're in a desert. So you don't know, you know about the pyramids, though, don't you? You've seen the pyramids in in the Bino. Well then, and the Bastrian kids um skate down them. 
yeah, that sounds like exactly what would happen. Right, so we're going to find out more about the Egyptians, aren't we? We're going to find out what kind of Egyptian children we're getting up to. We're going to do our little disclaimer, which is that all of our research comes from the internet because I'm not a historian. You are not a historian, but you seem to know a lot about Cleopatra. So any errors that we make, somebody else's, not ours to worry about. I know about the pyramids. <laughs> I can still hear you, even if you whisper. Do you want to begin? Yeah. Let's begin. <laughs> We're going to begin by looking at the structure of the family because that's kind of where we began last time. Yeah. When we were doing our thing on the Romans. Yeah. Which you have obviously forgotten every single part of because you thought it was the Victorians that we were doing. But let me tell you about the family structure of the Egyptians, right? What can you remember about the Romans? Can you remember like the really bad oh. thing that the dads could do oh yeah they could kill their children couldn't they they could but so here's where the romans and the egyptians kind of differ because the good news is that in ancient egypt children were very well loved and very well taken care of yay yay indeed that's lovely isn't it do you want to know the bad news yeah the death rate amongst children was through the roof <laughs> So, oh no. Yeah, oh no, oh no. Um, so, due to disease or deadly animals, around one third of Egyptian children died before their first birthday. Oh no! Oh no, indeed. Baby! Yes. Yeah, it's oh, quite no. sad, isn't it? Get sadder. If they did survive that far, half of those that survived died before their fifth birthday. Oh yeah, they've come, they've come so far, and they are then they've already died. They almost made it, and then. <laughs> uh, so how does that make you feel? I don't know. Sad. Wow. Sad is good. Sad <laughs> is thankfully the answer I was looking for. That means that you're not, you know, a sociopath. So, the Egyptians tried to protect their children because of this high death rate. Um, and it's because, you know, they didn't have lots of medicines and things back then. They didn't have lots of doctors who were, you know, there was no immunizations. So do you know what they did to try and protect the children? What? They gave them amulets. What are those? I'm about to tell you. An amulet is a little charm that was thought to offer protection to the person wearing it. And so they were often shaped like animals or gods. And the shape of the amulet that you had carried a particular meaning. And so that meant you couldn't change the shape of the amulet or you'd change the meaning. And jewellers had to follow strict rules and colours to make sure that the magical powers of the amulet weren't destroyed. Oh, I know. So that's what you got to protect you. A little bit of jewellery. But there's also another thing um, in the podcast we listen to. Uh-huh. Um, Are we going to reference other podcasts that we listen to rather than this one that we're making just now? Yes. Okay, um, on you go. There was a whole episode in it about Egyptian medicine. Oh, I might have been asleep during that one. <laughs> what were some of the Egyptian medicines? I literally can't remember. Oh, <laughs> good. Your research is not sticking, is it? <laughs> I only know Cleopatra. I think, though, even though the Egyptians did have medicine, my original point about them not giving immunizations stands. That wasn't coming until way, 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 way later in history. So um, because there was such a high death toll, 
Um, producing children, obviously, was really important. You need to get the numbers up because wait, those numbers are going to drop back down again. Do you, wait, do you I'm know waiting. what happened to the half of the children that did survive after being one or after surviving so, after five years old? Well, they carried on growing up and became responsible members of society. I I mean, they all eventually died. It's just some died sooner than others because it was pretty rough in the olden days. Because you were having so many children, if they did survive, that meant that Egyptian families could be pretty big. Some families might have had maybe as many as 15 children. Wow. I know. They're they're all going to turn into Ron Weasley's family from Harry Potter. There's quite a few in the Weasley family, isn't there? Yeah. Ron and his little sister. I forgot what her name is. Ginny? Ginny, yeah, Ginny. And he's got his two brothers, and then he's got another brother who looks after dragons somewhere else. Yeah. You've got a dragon. Yeah, speaking of dragons, I've got this new toy. Which Lily is a dragon. went to build a bear. With me, isn't <laughs> that? I just didn't send her there by herself. And you've got a, a dragon from... That's a training dragon. It's the white one. It's, it's the white one. Yes, 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 it's got blue eyes and it's very sparkly. It's very lovely. We'll maybe put a picture on the Twitter feed of your new dragon. Yes. So we got it at Build-A-Bear, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so those big Egyptian families... We're not sponsored. <laughs> I actually, even if Build-A-Bear did want to sponsor us, mm-hmm. and we're sponsoring us by giving you a bear mm-hmm. every month or something, I feel like that's how Build-A-Bear would sponsor us. Mm-hmm. I don't have the space for those bears to be here. Yes, they do. yes, you do. I do not. Like, no, there's no bears. There's no. We don't need any more bears in this house. <laughs> Imagine you had fourteen brothers and sisters. Uh huh. How would you feel about that? Very annoyed. Yeah. Where would we put them? Let alone the bears that they would want. We'd put them on the windowsill. We'd put the children on the windowsill. <laughs> yes. I don't think that's. We don't need them. You only need me. <laughs> Do you want to know a little bit more about this family? Yes. This Egyptian family. Guess who was in charge? Let me guess. That's what I've asked you to do. That's Yes. The family was male-orientated. What a surprise. And that means that after marrying, boys usually stayed with their family mm-hmm. and brought their wives into mm-hmm. the family. Whereas if you were a girl, mm-hmm. you would go and live with your husband's family. Oh. Oh, yeah. I know. Do you think you'll get married? I don't know. You don't know. You've got some time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think you'd like to live when you're older? Would you want to live with your partner's family? Probably. I don't know. Would you? Maybe. Depends what they're like. Yeah. Or would you rather live with me forever and ever? I don't know. You don't know. You've got some time (laughs) to think about it. So it meant that aunts, uncles, they played also a big role in the life of Egyptian children because they were also just all about there as well. And so lots of children would grow up surrounded by their cousins because there were so many people living ah. about with them. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Have your cousins about. And I'd always get to grab onto their legs. What? Is that something you do with your cousins? Yes. You grab onto their legs? <laughs> yes. That's a very strange thing to want, I think. I keep stealing their slippers. Ah. Why? <laughs> Because why not? You don't even wear your own slippers. Uh Why are you stealing the slippers of your cousins? Anyway, that's the families. What are we moving on to? Education. Education, education, education. We love a bit of education, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Because we both go to school. 
We do both go to school. You're a teacher, I'm a student. Yes. But, but we go to different schools. We do. <laughs> Which is a shame. Yeah. I wish you were one of my pupils. Yeah. Do you wish I was your teacher? Yeah. <laughs> That's a correct answer. Well done. But I'm not. You've got your other teachers. Yeah. Right. You want to know a little bit about the education that Egyptian children were going through? Yeah. Good, because that's what I found out for you. So education was provided to Egyptian children between the ages of four and 14. You started school when you were four? Yeah, I did. And I'm still the youngest in my class. You are. Do you know why you started school when you were four? No. Because it was cheaper than keeping you in nursery. <laughs> we were getting you into that system as soon as we can. <laughs> so it's because your birthday mm -hmm. is right on the cusp so we could have I mean your dad could have kept you in nursery for another year and you mm -hmm. could have started school when you were five but, but then I'd have been in, in a different class you would have been in a different class which is bad well, it depends who's in the class yeah you like your classmates though don't you so yeah. it's all worked out perfectly yeah and it saved us a bundle of money in the process so that's better for us yes Egyptian children went to school for about 10 years yeah. I mean I'm saying Egyptian children is it going to be Egyptian children? Yeah. Or is it going to be one certain section of Egyptian children? Perhaps the male section yeah. of the Egyptian children. It was mainly, again, boys that were going to... You know, it's really disappointing, isn't I it? I know, why, why does... Like, if you're a girl, you're just wishing that you turn into a boy at one point. You might well have been. And so, wait, what do the girls do then? <laughs> they probably just staying at home learning about how to do home stuff homeschooling basically not homeschooling no well schooling about the home which is slightly different homeschooling you'd be doing the education part mm -hmm. that you'd be doing in school you'd be doing that at home oh. but girls are probably learning about how to look after the like home, which is different like do cooking and looking after like their little sisters or something if they have any sisters yeah. or brothers yeah it's not a great life <laughs> there's a no. lot there's a lot of history that was not great for girls at the time. So the boys, when they went to school, mm -hmm. they got taught various subjects, including maths, history. Mm -hmm. So oh. even during historical times, they got taught more history. Mm -hmm. So we're learning about them. They would learn about other stuff that happened before them. Yeah, like, because um, I'm pretty sure... When Cleopatra... Oh God, her again, right? Uh, when Cleopatra was born, the pyramids were still like made a few thousand years be before her. Yeah. So basically, she's closer in time to us than she's in, in the, to the pyramids. I don't know why I've done all this research, because you know everything. <laughs> you know way more about this than I, I mean, do. I wouldn't know about the school thing. Oh, that's true. Thank you. Thank you for giving me that. But you do know, you've man, why why have you remembered all this stuff about Cleopatra? Because it's like, out of all the episodes in the podcast we listened to... We should name that. It's Homeschool History, isn't yes. it? <laughs> we've just got that mysterious podcast that we've been listening to. We got quite into Homeschool History. Uh -huh. It's like the one episode that I like the most is the Cleopatra one. So you've listened to it repeatedly. Yeah, and then it's like, at one point, I'm like not listening to it anymore. Like that one episode. Uh -huh. Because I know it too well. Ah, but you're a child, that's what you do. You listen to things over and over and over and over again. So, the maths, history, geography, Ooh. and I should read 
my own research. They also studied medicine, which I earlier claimed they knew nothing about. And you've told me there was a whole episode of homeschool history about medicine. But yeah, I got the medicine thing a bit wrong. Maybe. Maybe. You're very forgiving. Yeah, I keep forgetting, but then also remembering somehow. I don't know. Those are the two stages of being. Yeah. Forgetting things and then remembering the things. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's like on the Homeschool History podcast. I'm not totally sure that there's a episode on medicine, but I'm pretty sure there is. I think you're right. I, th- I think it's maybe ancient medicine. Yeah, ancient medicine. Which would include the Egyptians. Yeah, girls didn't attend the schools. They were generally instructed at home. The schools were kind of village schools. They were established around different places in Egypt. And they were generally attached to temples or government buildings, and um, which meant that those places approved of the education most boys it says children most boys after the completion of their school um joined the professions of their fathers so whatever their dad did that's what they went on to do Uh, so like if their dad was um let's say a king yeah actually do you know what there were special schools if you were the son of a king Mm -hmm. do you know what kings in egypt were called ptolemy no <laughs> yes according to Cleopatra, they were all called Ptolemy they were called the pharaohs oh yeah I forgot that's okay I've just reminded you but your joke was funnier this next section will be on food and leisure do you know what leisure is um games well done yes it is I think yeah we'll put the two things together because sometimes when you're eating you want to play a game? Yeah, playing yeah. with food. <laughs> yes. What food do you think the ancient Egyptians ate? Sand. Sand. <laughs> why do you think sand? Because it's everywhere. So why not eat it? Well, because, first of all, very dry. And if uh-huh. you don't put gravy on that, it's not going to taste nice at all. And I don't think they had gravy. Um... They hadn't invented bisto. What did you tell me about the River Nile? It flooded, uh-huh. so um, it would go over the crops and the farms, uh-huh. um, and it would give them water so they could um, grow. And of course, it was hot enough. Yeah, as well. So they used the flooding of the Nile to yes. basically prepare the soil for their crops, and they were able to harness the water to feed the crops as well. Yeah, like basically, they were happy that their town was flooding. Yeah, because it made the ground really fertile. Yeah. So it meant. It meant the motorbikes could go past. Yes. <laughs> it meant that lots of different foods could be grown and harvested in Egypt. And again, we're coming to that thing that we came to with the Romans, that depending on your class, that dictated what you would be eating. So, like, if you were poor, uh-huh. you'd eat sand. And if you were rich, mm-hmm. you'd eat chicken nope. with um, some lettuce oh. and a bit and other things. Well, (laughs) I'm not sure in the lettuce in front. Right. Richer people, and it says here, like priests and pharaohs, those were the rich people. Yes. They ate meat, so there's your chicken. Mm -hmm. They ate eggs. Mm -hmm. They ate figs. What are figs? Figs are um, little fruits. Uh I think I've heard of them before. You have? Don't you get like kind of cakes? Fig cakes or something. I don't know. Yes. Oh. Figgy pudding as well in that ah. song. Um, 
what's the, the the carol singers thing oh my head's not working today it's a bank holiday and i can't remember things and i actually don't know if figgy pudding has figs in it although you'd imagine so you're not gonna call figgy pudding figgy pudding if it doesn't have figs in it anyway figs are <laughs> type of fruit and also grapes i'm a much uh-huh. safer grind of grapes yes <laughs> i've eaten more grapes than i have figs yeah they... you would eat neither yeah i would eat neither i'm telling I... you what a fig is you're never gonna eat it because yeah. you barely eat any fruit or vegetables yeah i i only eat cut up apple and bananas you eat what cut up apple and bananas oh, cu- i didn't understand what you said when you said cut up apple i thought that was a fruit that i didn't i know also that- i also like watermelon yes strawberries yeah i like strawberries we've now got into listing things that you um, eat rather than the things then, that the itch and then I, I sort of like oranges sometimes except just a tiny little bit oranges are funny they you sometimes you think an orange is going to be good and then you eat it and it's a little bit bitter yeah sometimes you eat an orange and it's really lovely and sweet yeah i like the sour ones i like the sweet ones oh we can eat oranges together (laughs) do you want to know what the poor people eat because it's not sand soil no it was actual food it wasn't just (laughs) stuff that the vegetables and fruit was grown in they actually got to eat food they got to eat bread good and onions. That's all it says. If you were a farmer, poor people like farmers, this is what it says, ate bread and onions. And then it says, everyone loves garlic. Oh. So everybody, rich or poor, loved a bit of garlic. <laughs> but other things, so the things like we eat today, just like in Roman times, Romans hadn't discovered them, neither had the Egyptians, because they existed on the other side of the world. Tomatoes, bananas, potatoes, kiwi fruit, none of that because we hadn't got them yet. Didn't know they existed. I was just waiting in parts of America to be found. Yeah. So that's what they ate. Do you want to know what they did in their leisure time? Yeah. Well, in ancient Egypt, children played with a wide variety of games and toys. These included dice. Oh. Okay. I'm quite impressed by dice. Dice. (laughs) I can give you some dice to play with. They would also play a form of street hockey. What? <laughs> hockey. Do you know what the game hockey is? Yes. Well, I think you get like ice hockey. 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 Hockey is dead cute. Yes, you get ice hockey, but you also get hockey hockey, which is ice hockey without the ice. Uh-huh. So what do you think street hockey is? Basically um, hockey in the street. Yes, you are correct. Um, and children had other toys, including dolls. And if you ever look at some of the ancient Egyptian dolls that children used to play with they are terrifying looking <laughs> they had toys that they could pull along so like wooden things that would be on a string oh. pulled along and carved toys with moving pieces so that's all quite cute but also one it, except the creepy dolls oh except for the creepy dolls yeah yeah, yeah. creepy dolls are I mean, cute. probably cute to the egyptian children that were playing with them at the time yeah but looked at with our modern eyes absolutely terrifying <laughs> but let's get to the good bit because one of the most popular games for children was a game called Senet. Who? S-E-N-E-T. It's kind of the original board game. Mm-hmm. Do you know how we sometimes sit around and play My Little Pony Monopoly? Yeah. Well, they would sit around and play Senet without the My Little Ponies. Yeah. So Senet boards contained 30 squares, which were laid out in three rows of 10. That's just maths. Yeah. Each player has five pieces mm-hmm. and the players had to throw sticks or sheep's knuckle bones. Oh. Yeah. We'll come back to that. 
to determine how many spaces to move. Wealthy Egyptians used a piece of carved ivory or other precious material shaped to look like a sheep's knuckle bone. Mm-hmm. Did you know that a sheep had knuckle bones? No. No. <laughs> I have... like, they've got hoofs. Why need knuckle? Do they just mean hooves? I truly don't know. I've never been close enough to a sheep to check whether it has knuckle bones. And I've never had any occasion up until this point to think about sheep and whether or not they had knuckle bones. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going on what the internet has told me. and It's told me that and I find it weird. So we're going to carry on. Like, If they were using sticks instead, let's look at how they used the sticks. So... Why weren't they using dice? Just thinking about this. Yeah, like why? They're like, playing with their dice. Uh-huh. Just use a dice. Yeah. Stupid Egyptians. So they had the sticks and one side of each stick was painted black. And the number of black sides you rolled determined the number of spaces you could move. Mm-hmm. They would have been better with dice. Yes. <sighs> Ridiculous. Players moved the pieces down 10 squares. They then turned the corner and then went up, back up, and then turned a corner and went back again. So they had to complete the 30 squares, mm-hmm. and then they removed their pieces from the board. Oh. So it's like snakes and ladders without any snakes and ladders. Uh-huh. Or dice. Because they hadn't, obviously. I mean, they can build a pyramid, but they can't work out the dice stick problem. If they managed to get off the board all their five pieces, mm-hmm. they won very exciting isn't it yeah so this was played by quite a lot of people Mm -hmm. lots of people kept boards in their homes um even egypt's pharaohs were known to indulge in a little bit of senate rich people had very fancy boards made out of fancy materials such as jade or ivory yes did they have chess not in the research that i've seen we'll have to find out where chess came from yeah yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to play chess. I would guess like, I'm just randomly guessing here. I would uh-huh. guess Ireland for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why. I'm just randomly guessing. I, I reckon that is a very random guess. I'm sure the Irish will be delighted. I don't, I don't think it was the Irish. But until we know otherwise, let's, because I've never learned to play chess properly. Because I just feel that gets you into the place where people will challenge you to a game and I don't want to play it is my main reason for not playing chess. Do you know how to play chess? I think so, but I forgot what, how to move all the pieces. Oh, well, we won't play chess together. But we maybe could get a game of Senate on the go. Yeah. Um, Because rich people so had fancy boards. Regular people made their boards out of wood or papyrus. And those could be rolled up and played away. Um, sometimes people carved it onto the pavements so they could just play it on the pavement. Oh, that's quite good, isn't it? Yeah, it's clever. So, like, if they carve it, other people can also play. Yeah. Unless it gets covered in sand. Yeah. It probably would get covered in sand in, like, the next, like, five minutes after playing it. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Because think how sandy it is in um, a desert. Very. There's, like, millions and millions and millions and billions of grains of sand. Yes. But when the sand isn't there they would carve it into the street so then they could uh, challenge people outside to a game of Senate. When people played Senate, as with all things, it got pretty serious. And ancient Egyptians started to believe that winning a game um, of Senate would help them when they were dead. Because Mm -hmm. if you got all of your markers off the board, 
that was like you going on into the afterlife. Mm -hmm. So they thought if you won your games in the present, when you're alive, that would do you. In the afterlife. Absolutely. So sometimes um, the board games were left in tombs so that people who were dead could play for all eternity. So we've come to the end of our episode. We have learned some things about the Egyptians. Mm -hmm. Finally moved you on from Cleopatra a little bit. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the single fact that you will take away from what we've discussed today? Girls homeschool. <laughs> are you just a little bit sick of girls not getting to go to school? Yeah. <laughs> makes you realise how lucky you are. Yeah. I mean, there's still some places in the world today that girls don't really get to um, go to school. Yeah. Um, so you're very lucky living where you do and getting to do um, what you do every day, which is go to school. So just remember that when you're having to slog through your exams in a few years' time. Yeah, I'm so lucky. Do you want to say goodbye to anyone that's listening to this? Goodbye. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yes, goodbye. We hope you have enjoyed listening to our wee show. And if you have, then, you know, tell other people they might like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cheeto the noodle. Goodbye. <laughs>